Number two uh, is polymerase chain reaction or PCR. Let's follow the same formula we did last time by asking ourselves, what are we doing this for? To multiply DNA fragments. That's what we do. In other words, you take, say you have a DNA fragment, and as in gel electrophoresis, you want to find out the length of your DNA fragment. In PCR, we want to make more copies of it. Okay, so we, want, we have one, we want to have five million. So we perform a PCR reaction multiple times. Um, so that's basically it, and it's three steps. It's denaturation, primer annealing, and primer extension. Okay, so you take your DNA, you heat it uh, to 96 degrees Celsius, that's the denaturation step. Uh, then you cool it to 55 degrees Celsius, so it's still pretty hot. You're not like dunking in an ice bath, you're just heating it to a lesser degree basically, uh, to 55 degrees Celsius, that's primer annealing. And finally, you heat it one more time, but not to as high as the original one, and that's primer extension at 72 degrees Celsius. So again, you heat to 96, then you cool to 55, then you heat it again to 72. Um, and so that actually is the whole process of PCR, but I'm going to explain exactly what's going on. So number one is denaturation. Remember when you heat the strands, you separate them. Okay. So you're literally cutting in half. Think of your DNA ladder being cut in half. Uh, it's actually exactly what the enzyme helicase does in uh, DNA replication, right? And so you might say, well, okay, why did you have to heat it then and risk breaking the DNA strands? Why didn't you just, uh, you know, why didn't helicase just uh, unzip the strand. And the reason is, and this is going to be true for a lot of what we're saying, is this is occurring in a test tube. It's not occurring in an animal's body. So, you know, we don't have access to the millions of enzymes we have just floating around in our body. Um, so we have to heat it to separate the strands. Number two is primer annealing. And annealing sounds like a really fancy term. It just means recombine the DNA strands. So it's, it's the opposite of separate. You separate your DNA strands and then you anneal them. They stick back together. Um, and they stick back together specifically due to cooling. So annealing is specifically when they recombine due to cooling. Um, and so I said it's primer annealing. So, you know, combining uh, in the primers, the primers attach or bind to the ends of the section of interest. So say you have your DNA strand that you want to copy, you attach primers to each end of it. Um, and the reason that the primers bind is because they're complementary. And you might say, wait, but how do you get the right primers? You know, do you synthesize them, do all primers work? Actually, you go, like you buy these primers, like you go to geneticamazon.com or something and you buy primers that are specific, in other words, primers that will uh, be complementary to, to your DNA halves, because remember you're dealing with the DNA halves. So that was denaturation and then primer annealing. Number three is primer extension, where you heat the strand with the primers, but to a lesser extent, just to increase the rate of reaction. The first time we heated, we did it to 96 degrees Celsius. That's very hot. And the reason we did it was to, uh, we, to cut the strand in half. This time when we're heating, it's only to increase the rate of reaction. It causes the strands to extend from the primer. Um, and... Uh, you might say, what is doing the extending? It's the polymerase enzyme that we've talked about before in DNA replication. Um, uh, polymerase is synthesizing a new strand that's complementary to the parent. The primer actually just serves as like a marker. It tells the, uh, it, it's a place where the polymerase enzyme can bind and it tells it, you know, start here, start synthesizing here. But the polymerase is what's actually doing the work of extending the strand. Um, can you use any polymerase like DNA polymerase three or one? No, you must use what's called TAC polymerase. It's a type of polymerase that, that's thermostable. And the, reason, and the reason we use it is because it's thermostable. In other words, it's heat resistant. It's able to brave the various uh, temperature changes that we uh, have this strand undergo. Um, because PCR involves alternate heating and cooling multiple times. Um, 
So TAC polymerase is this thermostable enzyme that we can use. Um, so just kind of overviewing the temperature difference, remember the first step of denaturation was you heat it to a very high temperature, then you cool it to a still high temperature that was primer annealing, and finally primer extension where you heat it again, but not to as much as the first time. Um, and so kind of just to help you visualize this, you know, you take your test tube, okay, and you add your nucleotides or your strand, whatever you need, you add your primers that you bought on geneticamazon.com, and then you add your attack polymerase. And that's like, you're literally mixing this in a test tube. Um, and that's the entire process. After one cycle of PCR, the DNA fragments are doubled, right? And, you know, um, we know that it's doubled because remember, when we added those primers, they were a complementary not identical to the section, they were complementary, and we did it two times. So just think of it as the complement of my complement is identical to me. I think I said that in a previous video. Um, but basically, you're, you're performing PCR on both strands. Remember, we cut the DNA in half, and we performed PCR on both halves. So now those, so now we have two um, strands instead of one using those primers. So after one cycle of PCR, you get uh, a doubled amount of DNA fragments you have. Um, uh, but so you perform this uh, polymerase chain reaction multiple times so that you can get uh, um, a lot more um, strands. Uh, and usually uh, approximately 35-ish cycles occur. Um, so two to the 35, like two to the 35th power, that number of fragments is produced, which is well over 1 billion. And this takes only about two to three hours. So polymerase chain reaction is a very powerful technique that we can use because it's very short on time. Uh, it's a very simple process. All you're doing is the same process over and over again. And then you produce over 1 billion copies from a single, single DNA strand. Um, finally, how does polymerase, the enzyme, know where to stop? Uh, it doesn't really. In, in, in terms of the first cycle. However, in the second cycle, now the polymerase extends the strand in another direction. In other words, it attaches to the other side of the primer. Basically, you have your DNA strand, like a string, and then your polymerase attaches to some point. It doesn't always just attach to the very end. And, and it goes, let's say it goes in one, it always goes in one direction. So say it goes to the right and it synthesizes to the right until we're done with the DNA strand. This, that's the first time. The second time we do it, the polymerase attaches, and now it goes in the left direction until there's nothing left to synthesize. So after the second time, the polymerase um, uh, reaches the absolute end because it's gone in both directions in these two tries. Uh, so it hits that point where it has nothing else to copy, uh, nothing else to copy. Uh, and this causes a majority of produced molecules to be very clearly cut because the polymerase just doesn't have anything to uh, synthesize at a certain point.